Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And we're here to talk to you about the events in the world of human resources and employment. Kimberly, I kind of think, and we've probably done this for weeks, but I kind of think we can't not talk about so-called Freedom Day, can we? Mm. Yes, I think you're right. And my little snort of derision is because how free is it? <laughs> free, free is an interesting phase. Um, I, I actually went out earlier this week. I was in our office um, on Tuesday and I went out in around Hastings. And I have to say I'm pleasantly surprised how many people are wearing masks and still kind of respecting social distancing. So we're now allowed more freedom, but I think most people are demonstrating the common sense not to exercise it too much. Yes, yeah, certainly the organisations that I talk to on a regular basis, none of them are planning on being back in the office, mainly until September. You know, they might be doing a bit of a ad hoc trial over August, but yes. um, people are still being very cautious. And I think that is only the the wise way to go given the increase in rates that are happening again yes and the increase in rates is uh, there's a theme here i think we ought to talk about this morning but the increase in rates is helpfully coinciding with august when most people try and take annual leave um and we have that lovely thing called the pandemic Oh, my goodness, yes. I mean, that really is, you know, we laugh about it, but it really is causing a lot of uh, staffing issues for many, many organisations. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think that's one, I think people really need to plan for worst case scenarios uh, just to be on the safe side. You know, better to be ready than not if, yes. if it happens to your workforce. Yes. I mean, the reality is right now, we're at the kind of levels of case numbers that we saw in January, and we all found January rather difficult. The good news is we don't have the hospitalisation and deaths at the same rate, but we have the case numbers very similar. If it goes in the direction it's expected to, which is about twice, possibly even three or four times that level, the reality is we're going to see a large number of workplace absences, aren't we? Both from people who've tested positive and those who've been told to isolate. Yes, and you know that's why I think we need to you know encourage people to to plan out mm. uh, what would happen because it you know bigger companies you know more staff potentially they have the opportunity to to cover it better. Uh, but I've seen something uh, a local police force put something on Facebook, and you know they're struggling um, yes. both with the you know officers and sort of lay staff, if you like. Um, but small companies missing one critical worker is yes. going to have a huge impact. Yes, and the difficulty is for many small companies statistically, if you lose one, you're probably going to lose a chunk of people. And you know, a, a chunk of a small workforce can be half or three quarters of your people, if not all of them. And we've yeah. seen many small businesses in the hospitality industry already close because of staff shortages. We've mm. already seen, somebody shared yesterday in the HR forum their experiences of, and I think it was co-op they referred to, which had empty shelves um, this week. 
we're hearing all the main supermarkets talk about staffing difficulties, stock levels, and potentially restrictions of hours. So when that flows through to, I say, your business, any of our local employers, we're going to see some fairly big impacts, aren't we? We are, and I think it's really important that we reiterate what the penalties are. Um, if any employer is viewed as you know, encouraging in some way their individual to, uh, that is self-isolating to come in yes. to work, then the penalties are between a thousand and ten thousand pounds, I believe. Yes. Uh, but equally, it is an offence to not follow self-isolation guidelines. Yes. And I mean, uh, it, 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 it's a big point. I mean, a that is really, really vital. But it's also worth also reminding because it, it, it seems a while since we've had to deal with this, ironically. But if somebody is not able to work, you do have access to COVID SSP. And actually, the interesting one that only came out a month or two ago, technically, it's possible to furlough somebody when they're not able to work um, through mm -hmm. COVID. Now, clearly, you can only do that if that person's previously been on the furlough scheme. Um, but if they have, you can use furlough to actually prop up their pay and try and look after your people during this period was what sneaked out of the Treasury a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yes, and I think that's really helpful because a lot of people, yes, you know, it's great that there's SSP in place for people that are self-isolating or have COVID, but going on to SSP after potentially being on furlough and having less money in over all this time, furlough is absolutely the sort of the moral way to go yes. for employers yeah. if they can. Yeah. I think the other thing worth mentioning while we're talking about the numbers is how you deal with it if you get an outbreak. And we, we've had one of our clients this week who had somebody test positive and understandably they want to do the right thing. But without a clear plan in advance of to how you're going to tackle it, how you're going to test people, they attempted very, very quickly to test every member of staff. Um, and suddenly they found people didn't want to do lateral flow tests. And it actually created conflict in the workplace where, in some cases, arguments and swearing at people saying, I'm not doing one of those beep, beep, beep tests. Mm. Yes, that, as you say, it's important to have a plan and communications and encouragement are absolutely key. You know, we always say heart and minds, employee engagement yes. is absolutely essential. And a key part of that is getting them involved in what the next steps are yes. and communicating regularly. So I think that's key, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Shall we move on a little bit? One of the other yeah. things that's caught my interest and kind of we bring them together actually the whole flexible working thing and the other half of this that really caught my attention is working mums mm. yes i think there's a huge risk of sex discrimination there isn't there uh what was it the research said was it 63 percent of working mums don't have enough childcare to get through the summer holidays um you know, that's because there are less places in nurseries and childcare environments. Obviously, if there's any impact of, you know, COVID or self-isolation requirements in those, that mm. all goes up the swanee. Yeah. So it, I think it's a big issue there. there is. It actually on. went up to 76% of single parents, working mums, didn't have access to childcare through the summer. And what seems to have happened 
is that I don't fully understand how or why we've got here, but it seems easier to access summer childcare if you're not working or on benefits than it is if you're working. And I mean, the kind of data is showing that 20% of working mums don't have access to their usual family and friends support network. Um, and shockingly, almost 20% of working mums have already used their full quota of annual leave to just get through the homeschooling crisis earlier in the year when schools were sending kids home. Mm. Yeah, it is frightening. And, you know, the, the concern for those people. And again, it goes back to what we've talk, talked about already several times this morning is, you know, plan for that. How are you yes. going to make sure that you are supporting your parents, single or otherwise, yes. so that, um, you know, they are looked after and maintain yeah. uh, their normal levels of performance without all the stress going on around them. Totally. I, I actually think the next couple of months is probably the most difficult that mm. we may have faced because we're heading into August with case numbers rising, therefore absences from those who test positive, absences from those who actually are told to isolate, and we were a week or two ago at half a million in a week, we're potentially mm. going to see 10 to 20% of the workforce on isolation at any point in time. Throw into that mix summer holidays, plus um, those working families who just can't get access to childcare. We're in for a really, really bumpy August, I think, in, in, in HR terms and staffing levels. So yes, and ahead. I think that will roll over into September as well because, mm. you know, often when you're in a crisis situation, you cope and cope and cope and cope and cope, which will be what parents will be doing over August. And then when it sort of, the, the pressure kind of releases a bit, then you kind of have a slump. So uh, I think that's something yeah. worth looking out for. And it's both how you look after your business but how you look after your people. And actually looking after your people is looking after your business. And what strikes me again is anyone who's had these people on furlough earlier in the period, they, there's no reason not to use some element of furlough to help support these working families through August. Yes. If they simply can't get in, you know, they're either going to take leave, they're going to take unpaid time off, or actually you can prop them up and support them with furlough. Yeah. So there are ways you can try and help, and that perhaps buys you greater commitment as you move out through September and October and we start rebuilding, doesn't it? Absolutely. Kimberly, as ever, we've talked lots for more than 10 minutes, so this is HR in in 11 today, I think I'm going for. So We're going to be HR in one and a half hours soon. We'll, we'll go for that. HR in 90, I think, yes. It's, it's the new way forward. Um, we really hope these are useful and you enjoy watching them. Do click the subscribe to follow us on YouTube. And don't forget, you can ask questions live by typing in the chat box on YouTube whilst we're on air. But for now, thanks for watching. And we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye-bye.